Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. So the other, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or something, yeah. I had a really intense dream. I had a really crazy situation <laughs> happen <laughs> that I'm excited to share. It was really scary, but also exciting to kind of see how God did something really, really cool mm-hmm. here. So the short version, I'm going to try not to go too long on all this, but in the middle of the night, I don't. this doesn't happen to me that often, but in the middle of the night, I was sleeping and I had this dream. Um, I don't feel like I even wake up or remember many dreams, but I'm having this dream and the gist of what's happening in this dream is we're in a swimming pool, like you and me and the kids, we're all in a pool and all of our kids are safe in the pool. Mm-hmm. Our youngest, our three-year-old who cannot swim has on those, um, what are those things puddle called? Jumpers. Puddle jumpers. Mm-hmm. Things that wraps around their body and stuff like that. And so yeah. he's in the water with puddle jumper, so he's completely safe, Okay. And so we're in a pool. It feels very safe. And this is all dream kind of squishy world and stuff like that. But um, all of a sudden, I notice him just start swimming off to the kind of side out of my peripheral. And I can't even see the end of the pool, but I see him swimming off in that direction. And as I see him over there, and I'm like over on the side of the pool, and I see him going over there. And all of a sudden, I see an alligator coming towards him. And an alligator just like swallows him up like instantly. And I remember like being on the side and feeling so helpless, like I can't do anything. Like the alligator literally just swallowed him up and I can't, I felt completely helpless and felt like I can't do anything. So anyway, so I immediately like wake up and I'm like, what the heck is that? You know, Mm -hmm. it was a really heavy dream. And, and I was, you know, started praying and I'm like, you know, because it's like, it was one of those dreams where it's like, eh, I don't think it's just a random dream. It feels like this might be a God dream where he's trying to communicate something. Mm-hmm. And so I started praying and honestly, like my heart was beating so fast. I couldn't have slept if I wanted to. Right. And so I was praying about it. And as I was praying, like trying to figure out, does this mean something? Should something happen? And and so with our three-year-old, I was thinking, like starting to think through what what's going to be happening the next day. And I realized that um, a friend of ours was going to be taking him Bowling, taking care of the kids. Taking care of mm-hmm. them and taking him bowling. And as I was thinking about that, my, I don't know, I, there's just something that just a complete lack of peace in my spirit, like just felt, something just felt wrong about that. Mm-hmm. Like as I was, whatever, imagining her taking him to the bowling alley. And I'm like, God, oh, there's just something, that doesn't, that doesn't feel right. And I, and so anyway, so as I'm sitting there laying in bed, like trying to sort through this in prayer, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just tell her to just keep a really close eye on him, you know? And mm-hmm. as I'm thinking through this, I'm like, no, that just doesn't, uh, that still enough. doesn't feel right, you know? Yeah. And finally, as I'm praying through all this and just kind of thinking, and I I had this thought of, all right, well, what if I just tell her just to stay home and not to take her to the, the kids to the bowling alley at all? It's like immediately, like I felt the peace of God. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> and this is part of like, you know, sometimes people ask us like, 
maybe who are you know newer in their walk with God or have never really tried to hear and understand God communicating to them. Like mm-hmm. this is part of the journey and, you know, and that's part of how I've learned to discern when God's kind of communicated with me. It's like mm-hmm. that peace that I sense, you know? Yeah. And that's what that was. Like as soon as I kind of had that thought of, all right, you're not going to the bowling alley. It's mm-hmm. like instantly the peace like, just fell on me. And it's like, all right, I think that's my answer. I think that's yeah. what I've been wrestling with in prayer for the last 45 minutes or whatever. And so at that point, I went to sleep and I decided in the morning I'll tell, you know, the woman going to be watching our kids not to take them to uh, the bowling alley. And uh, and so anyway, so the next morning comes around and I went and, you know, called her, told her, I'm like, hey, this might sound crazy, but I had this dream last night. It kind of freaked me yeah. out. I feel like it's a God dream. I feel like we shouldn't take the kids to the bowling alley. I know you were all excited to do that, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, and we should just add in really quick. This was this is someone we trust with our kids. This yes. isn't just a random stranger that we've never met. Like, it's someone that we really trust with our kids. And yep. so that's why it's like a little, a little bit extra. It's like, you know, you, you could have just easily said nothing and made it, you know, a, uh, like, I don't want to make it awkward. I don't want to make her yeah. feel weird. But... But as a parent... Right. You know, when you know that it's God, it's like, mm-hmm. you do what you got to do. Right. Like, you do what you have to do, you, yeah. you know. And so, you know, and she didn't, you know, and that's what I love about her. I mean, she, you know, has a solid walk with God and she completely understood. And she's like, yeah, right. I, I get it. I don't want to, you know, mess with that at all. Yeah. And um, what was it, later that but day? It was interesting because, yeah, later that day I was talking to her and she was just processing. She was like, I had a dream last night. She was like, the it's weird. I had a dream. A, yeah. She was like, it's weird. I had a dream last night. And she said, we were at the bowling alley and I couldn't see your youngest. I couldn't see him. And I was looking around and I couldn't see him. That was all she told me about the dream. And she said, I just didn't really think anything of it. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was like, it didn't even come out until later in the day as she's like processing this. But what was super exciting to me is that. I believe that the Lord gave both of you dreams. Yeah. So that it would be a confirmation to each of you of, hey, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> this is me saying something to you. Yeah. Uh, and don't ignore it. Yeah. Like, and I, I think how kind of the Lord is that, that he would give her that same type of dream to make it feel like it was nothing about her yeah. and her, you know, inability to watch our kids. And it was everything about the Holy Spirit saying, there's more here beyond your control that you can't do anything about. So let's pay attention. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And when she told me that, I was like jumping up and down. I mean, just like (laughs) blown away, you know, because, yeah, for me, it was validation too. It's like, oh, wow, I'm not crazy. (laughs) Like, I didn't make this whole thing up. Like, God gave us both dreams that we both Mm -hmm. remembered basically on the same thing About through the different yeah. different lenses. And it's like so crazy. But um, anyway, the reason I'm sharing this uh, is A, to kind of give God glory for this. And yeah. B, you know, I know this isn't exactly our normal topic, but I, I like diving off into some different directions sometimes. But the point is, is that God's speaking and uh, we need to be listening mm. because you know, things like this, I have no idea what the threat was. I have no idea. Like, I, don't even, I honestly didn't even want to go there. Right. Like of, 
what would have or could have happened had we ignored that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thankful that God is wants to give us a heads up. Yeah. And that if we just need to be listening mm-hmm. um, for those things. Well, and it takes a lot of pressure off of us, I think, as parents too, when we realize that God actually wants to prevent things yeah. from happening so that we don't have to walk through a difficulty of whatever that is, or so that the the, the enemy doesn't have a chance to force us into a situation, yep. you know, that God d- didn't have us prepared for. Well, yeah. And I remember a preacher talking about, I think it was something with his house. He had like this back door on mm-hmm. it where he didn't have a good lock or some situation like that. And he kept kind of since the Lord kind of nudging him and reminding him about it. You should probably get that fixed, get that fixed, get that fixed. And he just never did anything about it. And then well, someone- Well, he, he just thought, well, no, if somebody's going to break into the house, they're going to do it this way. They're not going to do it that way. Yeah. That was what it was. Is he, he thought, he had this idea that somebody would break in the house doing this one specific thing. And he kept thinking I should fix it. And then he was like, no, because no one would break into the house yeah. that way. But sure it was enough, God trying to give him a heads up. Yeah. And- helping him avoid that thing. And sure enough, someone broke into their house. And he, yeah. you know, he was telling it as a cautionary tale, basically. Like, they could have avoided that. God was saying, hey, do you want to avoid this? I, I have a better way for you. And he said no to that, you know? And I, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I mean, and the other thing so I'll grateful. add here... I'm grateful for it, too. The other thing I'll add here, too, is... Like, we've had times where bad things just happen. Right. <laughs> and where I, I don't know that I got a heads up. I don't, you know, so I, and I don't know how all that works. Like what, why sometimes it feels like we get a heads up and other times it feels like we don't. And so like, the point of this isn't to just second guess every bad thing that happens in your life. But <laughs> point is, is that when you do feel like, uh, I think God might be trying to communicate with me here on yeah. something that, you. that we should be paying attention mm-hmm. because it's, it's for our best interest. And I think so many things with God, it's the things that are small. It's the things that are seemingly insignificant or in the case of this broken in house, you know, one other story we'll just throw out there. Just this one's funny and crazy. Do you want to tell the one about um, our friend's truck? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is such a good story. So we have some friends. Okay. Franklin, Tennessee, for anyone who doesn't know, is just it's just a very safe place to live. Quaint, it's just Middle Tennessee town. Yeah. And especially like the downtown area. Like it's just so sweet. You so know. sweet. And very high real estate prices on top of that. There you go. So there's just there's just not a lot of crime happening. Our friends happen to live in downtown Franklin. And uh they have a, you know, they have like a minivan and then they have a truck. And the truck Um, is the husband's car and he just leaves his wallet and his keys in the car and just locks it because he's got a keypad. This makes perfect sense to him. He's like, I'm parking it in my driveway. Like who's going to come? They're kind of tucked back in a subdivision. So it's not like there's not a lot of people walking around there, right? Like it takes a lot of effort to get there. Well, his wife needed to go into his truck for some reason. She noticed that that was in there. She's, and she said, she went back in and she said, hey, I don't, I don't think that that's a good idea for you to leave your keys in your wallet in the car. And he says, we live in Franklin, Tennessee. It is literally impossible for my truck to get broken into. He says these words, okay? And she goes, all right. I mean, she just backed off because she's like, I'm not going to start an argument about this. I just don't think it's a good idea. Well, 
So this is, you know, on a, what was it? Like a Saturday morning, I think. The next morning, Sunday morning, she gets up to go to church. She ha- she has to, no, no, no. He gets up to go to church because <laughs> I think he was leading worship. And he walks out and he goes, ha ha, where's my truck? And she starts laughing and she's like, I honestly don't know where your truck is. But she knew, like she had just said this to him the, the night before, the day before. Don't leave your stuff in the car. That truck got stolen out of his driveway. That night. It's that as if, night. It's as if she like called someone and said, all right, tonight's night. He's not listening. <laughs> like, come get it. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. She definitely didn't. She's not that type of person. But I mean, it it is interesting how there was that. Holy Spirit thing. There was thing, that like, Holy Spirit thing that even just came through. This just isn't wise. You know what I mean? It didn't, it wasn't this like, thus saith the Lord moment for them. It was just her going, I don't think his this spouse is a good and, idea. And so, yeah, so that's the takeaway. Like, God is probably speaking through your spouse sometimes. Maybe mm-hmm. not always. Maybe yeah. not always, but, and our kids. Like, and right. so... Be watching and looking for how God might be communicating to you. It's wait, can we? Okay, I'm sorry, I gotta do you one got more? more. Yes, Great. okay, so keep it going. We had we have a Jeep, and before we have the one we have now, we had a different one, and it was it was uh, you know, just kind of acting a little funny. And we sat there, you turned that car over, you tried to turn it on, probably. Oh, wait, when when it, we couldn't start it? Yes, we couldn't start it. Oh, yeah. I mean, what was it? It was like seven or eight times. You were just so like it was me trying to turn it on. The two kids, right? We only had two It was two the four of us, yeah. yeah. The so four we, of us. we had driven up to the grocery store or something, I parked out front, and then we came back in and I could not start it. Yes. We couldn't start Turned the car. it, what, probably seven to 10 different times. Yeah. And then finally realize, oh right, my gosh, we need to tow okay. it or something. We got to try it. Well, let's get, yeah, let's call an Uber. Let's try and tow this car. And our four-year-old, I think probably at the time said, hey, dad, why don't you just try one more time? And I mean, I think you looked at me like, okay, all well, right. It's, I guess, it's like, sure, I'll try one more time. It was like <laughs> Jesus telling Peter, go back out and throw the nets over. He's like, dude, listen. I got this. <laughs> you stick to preaching. I've been a fisherman. It, like. it really was. It, and, and so Bob goes, okay, buddy, I'll try one more time. You know, winking at me, kind of like rolling his eyes. And he tries it. And sure enough, the thing turns on. And we're like, we're looking at each other like, did that really just happen? Did our four-year-old, like, did the Holy Spirit just tell our four-year-old, like, speak through our four-year-old to do this? Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, we could go on talking about this all night. I get so excited because I I just, for anybody who just doesn't feel like God is not moving or that he doesn't want to be involved, it makes me so sad because I don't know how I would do life without <laughs> these yeah. things. Yep. I would be so much more nervous about every little thing. And I just think it's such an exciting way to live. Yeah. It's just encouragement. Pay attention to your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah, just be paying attention. I think if we can just pay attention, I think we'll see that God is trying to communicate with us in lots of different forms more than we think. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's all for today. And um, appreciate you. Thanks for being part of the community. Thanks for listening. Share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. 
Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.